Hello, I'm Joss Stone. Thanks for joining me for a cup of happy. I spent the last few years singing my songs in every country in the world and been lucky enough to meet incredible people from all walks of life. What really struck me is that no matter where we are, we're all on the same mission. We're all just trying to find our version of happy. So with this podcast, I'm going to be speaking to a whole host of people to dig deeper into the what, why, and how of this emotion we call happiness. I hope that with these conversations, you discover something to help you on your own quest for happiness, possibly change your mind on a few things, and along the way, share a good old laugh with me and my guests. Today's guest is a British comedian. If you've missed his hilarious antics on Instagram, let me tell you, you are missing out. He has been such a source of joy for me over the last couple years. Some of these episodes get a little serious, digging into studies and research and data, but sometimes we just need to let loose and discover the silly side of life. And today is one of those days, which is lucky because I have the perfect man for the job. Aaron Kraskell is a master of foolish behaviour, making people laugh and nurturing his inner child, that is for sure. This episode jumps about a lot. We speak about Aaron's love of art, his haunted house, how not to quit a job, singing with the police randomly in the middle of the street. He's constantly pushing boundaries and breaking social norms over on his hilarious Instagram channel. I had such a chuckle with him. It's my pleasure to introduce you to Aaron Kraskell. Thank you for having me. I can't believe you let me on. Oh, of course. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. You, you have made me laugh so much for ages now <laughs> and everyone else. My brother Dan told me about you. We're from Dover as well. Yes, so, I can't believe it. Yeah. I think you must have met him in the pub or something one day. I found out years ago, and you've always been well known to be from Dover. There's like a thing on the wall in Dover where like famous people, it's like Joss Stone, Simon Cowell went to the Dover College as a youngster. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Winston Churchill used to live in Victoria Park. Like there's loads of little, and you're on there. You're on there. That's so cool. Oh, wow. When did you leave? I left when I was eight. When you was eight? But my family is still there. Yeah. Wow. Are you ever going to visit? Oh, yeah, I do. Often, I kind of, every time I come home, I try and pop down. So yes, we'll have to go for a pint in the pub. Absolutely, the white horse, definitely. Or a fight in the pub, you know. Yeah, oh, well, there's not many pubs like that anymore. It's all becoming like upmarket now. <laughs> Are they not? Has it changed? Yeah, <laughs> times have changed. No way, you're kidding me. I had no idea. No one sent me the memo. Yeah, there's not many like fighting pubs anymore. Like the Roman Key's gone. The Dover oh, Priory's still nice. there, but it's not too bad. Whereabouts did you live? It was Albert Road which you probably don't know because it's just a road. <laughs> Cross the road, road from um, B&Q, where B&Q used to be. I know Albert, yeah, I know Albert Road, yeah. Number nine, Albert Road. Wow. Yeah, do you? Oh, I suppose Dover's not that big, is it? So we used to go to St. Mary's School and we'd walk there with my nan. And um, St. Mary's? obviously the beach, spent a lot of time on the beach. And I was born in Buckland Hospital. I was born in Buckland Hospital. I was born in Buckland Hospital as well. Oh my God, high five, love it. I think, isn't Buckland gone now? Yeah, it's a new hospital now. Isn't this mad? And you're only five years older than me. Um, yeah, you're 35. I'm 35, yeah, just turned. Yeah, it's, so Buckland Hospital's moved up now. Oh, 
work. Yeah, I can't believe this. It's so mad. Yeah, small world. So my brother Dan, he told me about you. Oh, really? He was like, this guy is so funny and he's from Dover and we love him because he is our guy. I feel like oh, wow. he felt like you were his buddy because you must have met at some point. I don't know how or when, but he sent me your videos and I just think, oh, they're so funny, Aaron. My goodness. Tell him thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I will. I will. That's incredible. Are you a very spiritual guy? Do you know what? I wasn't. And then my house is definitely haunted, so I am now. Oh, right. Okay. Are they nice ghosts? Oh, 100%. It's crazy. Oh, that's good. The scary ones I'm not up for, but the nice ones. Yeah, the nice ones are nice. Oh, it's not. We had two spirits get told to leave. There was three in the house. So the top floor was haunted by an old man. He's now gone. The middle floor was an old woman. And downstairs and the middle floor is a little girl, but she wanted to stay. This is crazy. Oh. It's on the Discovery Channel. I've done an episode of Help My House is Haunted. Yeah. But yeah, the little girl is still here. And the other night she threw a teddy bear at my little girl. <gasps> really? For Have real, you seen honestly. these ghosts with your own eyes? Have you actually experienced them? Never. I've never. I've only ever seen what they do. Oh my God. So I've not seen them actually for real. You know, I've always find it really frustrating with ghosts because I am so open to ghosts. I am like, come on show yourself yeah. i want to Please. believe in ghosts come on do something and nothing nothing ever so i'm like ah, oh, okay yep open over here nothing but it's like now the amount of mobile phone footage and there's not really 100 percent footage still of a ghost so to be honest i didn't really believe it but the stuff i see in my house is real so it's like oh my goodness. i don't know yeah like the taps get turned on and it's so weird like Oh my God. Okay, so how did the other two decide to go? Did you have to sage them out or ask them politely or something? We had a guy called Ian Lawman come round and he exercised the house. So he, <laughs> he asked them to leave, yeah. Honest to God, this is real. Like, it's, it's so real. If you follow him, he's on Instagram, Ian Lawman. Like, he is amazing at what he does. But, I mean, he was oh sat my on my goodness. sofa. Some of the stuff he was talking to me about, he would never have known. Like, never, never, ever have known. Wow. Okay, so now, does that make you kind of believe in the afterlife? Or does it make you believe in like angels and God? And like, what does it what does it do to your head? I really want to believe that there's an afterlife because I'd love to meet some of the people I miss. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So much. I'd love yeah, that. But that's so true. Again, I just, I, it's just such a weird one. Like, I never knew there was actually real stuff about ghosts until I lived in this house. So mad, isn't it? So real. Like even I screamed. I was in the shower the other day and this is the ongoing problem we had before. So she would always turn the taps on and leave them on and we'd come home and the taps would be on. And we're like, for God's sake, you've got to stop doing this because it's water bills and stuff. <gasps> I got out of the shower the other day and I looked over and the tap went. Psh! I was like, ah, Charlotte! <laughs> like, Charlotte, come here! She's, she's still doing it. She tries our bedroom door. Honestly. <gasps> Yeah. Really? Oh my goodness. That's quite scary. That is so weird. Yeah, she is quite scary. She's only six. Oh, so, and she's only a little girl. Yeah, only a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, crazy. Oh, bless her little cottons. Well, that's why she's being crazy. I'll send you a link on Instagram to the show and you can watch the show. It's mad. I can't believe that we're sat here talking about 
um, ghosts in the afterlife. <laughs> I did not plan this. I have no idea no, how this happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know but obviously it's important. <laughs> no, that's completely yeah. mad. I did have a clairvoyant on before and I was like, wow, so many amazing stories, but it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, quite crazy, really. Anyway, onto you and your amazing career that you've started. It's amazing. You're so funny. So many millions Thank of you. people are having just amazing laughs because of you and the work that you do. And then aside from that, you're making beautiful art that I don't know if everybody really knows. I mean... I've still got to send you a painting. Yes, I know. And you offered to send one of my choice. And I honestly, I went through them all and then I started to feel really like, oh my God, I can't just pick one. Like... Yes, you can. Of course you can. That's such a sweet gift. I was like, no, I, I felt like almost nervous to say, yeah, I want this one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I will. I will. I will. I'll get up the courage and I'll tell you which one. I'm like, oh, I think there was one that was mostly pink. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What are the new ones? So cool. Oh, yeah. They're, they're amazing. They're absolutely gorgeous and really like... Yeah, thank you. I've been, I've been painting a long time. Yeah. How long have you been painting? Oh, God, since I was 16. So we're talking 24 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So where did it all kind of start? What inspired you to pick up the paintbrush? Because it's actually quite daunting when you don't know kind of whether you can do it or not. It can be, oof. Well, so I went to Aston School in Dover and then I studied art in Dover with um, a guy called Mr. Burns. I left school and went straight to art college. It's a college down near Dover in Penchester. You remember that one? Oh, wow. Yes, I do. Oh, that's cool. And then I left there and I didn't, I just like got normal jobs. I didn't ever paint again for like another, I must have picked up the paintbrushes again, maybe five years ago. Oh, wow. No, it's really good. You've got to keep that as part of your world, man, because it's really oh, quite absolutely. like unique. It's like some of even the paintings make you think and make you go, oh, I see what he's doing there, you know, because there's, there's humour in it as well. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of stenciling stuff as well, which is quite good. It's a great release. Painting for me and artwork is such a good release because the job I'm doing now, like it can get quite stressful. And when I paint, I can release a lot of stuff. So when you say it gets stressful, for us, it's really hilarious watching what you're creating. But actually, I know how hard it is to create a video. Hello, little man or woman. Who's that? Sorry. What's the matter? <gasps> Hi, sweetheart. You banged your head. Did you bang oh, your no. head? And then your little sister threw a brush at you. Brilliant. That's oh, brilliant, that is. Goodness. Don't throw one back, slash. <laughs> Say hi, Joss. <laughs> hi, sweetie. Hello, my love. Come on, upstairs. Come upstairs, then. How are you doing? Oh, no. She's all <gasps> right. She's fine. Name? She just come to get her iPad. What's her name? Mia. Mia. She's gorgeous. She's lovely, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, they despite. I mean, I've got a little boy who's 13. He just, he's like, oh, dad, whatever. Uh, uh. And then my other little girls are seven and five and they just oh. want to kill each other. It's like, oh my God, they love each other. And then like next minute, they're just literally fighting. Me and my sister were like that. We were best friends. And then, yeah. And then arch enemy, enemy, enemy. Enemy. It's prego brain. I can't do it. Oh no. Yes. My sister used to write me notes like, I wish you would die. And oh then my God. We'd, we'd make up and yeah. And then she'd rip it up and put it in the bin and. You know, we were best friends oh, again. Don't. Yeah, so don't worry. Sisterly love. It'll Sisterly be fine. They'll fight. The they'll fight until they're like 18 and then they'll chill out. So you've got a little while that's left. A, that's a lot of years. I know. Oh. I know. It's going to be a lot of stress. They're two years apart. 
Oh, it's so sweet. I love kids. I just want 100 children. How many are you going to have? I always think, put the bar high and then you'll get somewhere near it. So I think I just say seven all the time. <gasps> seven kids, like the Bond Trap seven. family. But I'll probably end up with four or five. I just want loads of kids. I love kids. Wow, that's amazing though. I know. Can you imagine? I follow a mummy on Instagram. She's got eight and another one that has 10. I'm like, okay, that's probably a bit much. Okay, so anyway, I wanted to ask you, I know how difficult it is to make videos that are like edited in any way, shape or form. And I often ask for help, you know, my partner and these people now that, oh my God, they're amazing. This guy called Marcel's helping me with my social media. Thank God, because it is so time consuming and very difficult to put these things together. And your videos, they're short, they're funny, but I watch them and I think, oh my God, that took him like a week to make that video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're walking around interviewing all these people, getting them to sing with you. And I'm like, yeah. how long does this take? It matters what videos it's. So a lot of the nailed it stuff I do, like I do like the short bits on Instagram and stuff like the compare videos now. I do a lot of them now. Before I was always public. The public videos used to take about two to three days at a time. But the stuff I make at home and the stuff I make out now, normally I can get like two done in a day or one done in a day. So it's like morning, afternoon filming and then edit for like an hour and then it's out. Like I can literally do it in the morning and get it out by nighttime. It's a, it's a full-time job for you now, isn't it? Oh my God. Like, it's, uh, yeah, I've been doing this like full-time for about five years now. Wow. So before yeah. you were doing this, I read that you were working in a bookies. Is that right? I was. I was in William Hill. Yeah. So... The stereotype of a bookies is that, oh God. you know, the people are sad and they're alcoholics and they're like yeah. betting their last quid. That's what it was like. Yeah, it was awful. Was it quite depressing? Like, what was it like? Because you're so funny and bright. It must have been like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, it used to really get me down. People used to lose every single day and oh, they used to blame you. And oh. it's a very, very hard job if you've if you've got a conscience right and you have guilt like it's yeah because you're taking the bets like you're getting paid for that but you feel like it's your fault oh but it's not gambling's such a bad thing like it's such a bad thing it's like the person that sells the lottery tickets it's not their fault no but um, but, you know you know when you see that person every day and you know you just how long were you working there i was there for about two years okay so you did get to know the people that came in oh mate like it was literally every day the same people used to come in the same coffees the same teas were made the biscuits were put like it was the same people every single day and it got it got to the point where you knew them on a personal level and and you you'd even i'd even say to some of these people like are you really happy like are you sure you want to do this because because look what's happening every day and they used to get so angry they used to turn like they'd be friends with you but then they weren't it was it was such a weird job yeah, that is weird. And I used to video in, like, I was videoing morning. Then I'd go to work. I was videoing on my breaks. I was videoing in my lunch break. I was videoing after work. I was getting home and editing. And I was making, like, six videos at a time then. Like, every day I was putting, like, six up because I was on Vine. And it's only when I went onto Facebook I started getting a big name. And then I started getting the brand deals so I could actually leave my job. Wow, that's so cool that you were able to leave your job to do something so positive because it was such a negative space. You know, that's great. The way I left my job as well was quite funny, but it's not funny. But so basically I earned a bit of money from this brand and I thought to myself, look, if I can keep doing this, 
then we just we by the way we just got a brand new baby a brand new mortgage and it was like Mia was literally one then well she was just literally being born and I thought to myself if I quit my job I could video like three times more a day than what I do now so what I'll do is I'll go part-time without Charlotte knowing right without Charlotte your wife knowing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So I did. I, I, I went part time and that lasted three days and I quit my job about her knowing. <gasps> oh my goodness. Yeah. So about a week and a half, I was leaving my house dressed in my work uniform, getting changed at a bus stop, then no. videoing, getting changed again, and then going home. No. Yeah. Aaron, she, yeah, that she is found naughty. Out, yeah. <gasps> I had to come clean. I had to come clean. Oh my goodness. That sounds like a movie. Was she it so was, upset honestly, with you? <laughs> That's how much I wanted to do this. Oh, like, bless I, I knew you. something was going to happen. Well, I'm glad you did. It yeah, worked so out in the end. <laughs> but normally, when you get a mortgage, don't you have to show the bank, like, this is my job, this is how much I make, and then you just pack the job in. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh and that was, that was to get the mortgage. So, but then after I packed it in, it just started happening, like opportunities coming in. And I was going to like America and oh, wow. traveling the world and seeing all these celebrities and doing these videos. And oh, it was so like cool. millions and millions of views a week and a month. And it was just, it just started happening because I took the risk. Sometimes you have to take the risk. Yeah, there's yes. there's always, well, the rewards are much better when the risk is bigger. Oh God, it was so scary at the time. I bet. How do you get that confidence to make those big moves? You know, it's a very brave thing to do. Being a comedian, like just alone, just that is a brave thing to do, really. But to make that move, it's like, that's your whole life you put online kind of yeah absolutely there were so many people at the time doing it as well and I just thought to myself look you just got to be better that's how I kind of got my confidence I started getting myself into such stupid positions in public and getting them on film to make myself look like the stupid idiot and then get people's reactions and people couldn't believe what I was doing so then people started following me more and more and thinking oh my god what's he gonna do next and it was because I put myself out there so much I feel like I got a, like an upper hand over everyone else doing it at the time. Like no one else at the time was like screaming on a tube in London to see what would happen. <laughs> no. Like it, it was just, it, <laughs> no. it was just so silly. Like, and I, I, I watch back my videos now and I think, oh my God, who were you? Like, cause I'm not that guy anymore. Like I'm not that, I'm a 40 year old dad of three with responsibilities now, proper ones. And I couldn't go out the house now and go, ah, in like the co-op. Because people are going to be like, what's this old bearded fat guy doing? Like, <laughs> It'd be funny though. <laughs> Honestly, that's the problem. It's like the humour is so silly. And it's like what everybody yeah. wishes that they could do sometimes. It, absolutely. You know, and when you're you're listening to whatever song, <laughs> that is one of my favourites that you do. When you are like play an Adele song on your headphones. and sing along and then you cut to you actually singing along yeah. really loudly in the supermarket Josh, do you know what i'm gonna do for you right? oh my god please Next do one week, of my songs <laughs> i'm gonna do one of your songs on a tube in london oh my god please, how about that so i do it next week do it yeah i'll do it i want you to pick oh, the best most dramatic most dramatic song your favorite song of your own oh my god send me it and i'll do it okay oh please that is so fun i promise i cannot wait i cannot wait to see people's reactions <laughs> it's just hilarious because people are so shocked but they're always laughing and you have that video with the police in dover and i love that too because i am over here in america 
with a marine who is like no yeah. no 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 that you've got to take the police seriously you know and then i watch yeah, this course. video and i send it to him like that's our police they are funny oh and if you're yeah. like you give them so much positivity they'll sing along with you yeah. they're dancing with you <laughs> in the street if you Absolutely. ask somebody they love it oh they love my it. god out here you might be shot if you did that <laughs> I've been told that, yeah. I did I did a couple of things in America with the police, but they just wouldn't do anything. They just stood no. still and, be, and it was really quiet. Of course not. <laughs> and it was on the Hollywood Strip, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. I, I actually haven't seen that footage. I've got to have a look at that. Where are you based? Are you in LA? No, I'm in Tennessee. Tennessee. I'm wow, that's a, that is a proper music place. Oh, yeah, it's great. And everyone's super sweet. They're just is it amazing? Lovely. Yeah. Oh, it's so lovely. You should come out here and do some videos. Oh, I'd love to. I really want to travel. One of my biggest, I know it's so stupid because it's like six hours, like New York. I'd do anything to go to New York. Like, Oh, New York's great. Oh, I'd love it's it. It's a bit mad now. I mean, it's gone because of the pandemic. Imagine that. Imagine being in New York when that's all going on. It's just like so close quarters, isn't it? And there's so many thousands of people. Absolutely. So it's all gone a bit crazy but i miss new york i lived there for a bit yeah it's great it's electric you know you fly in and you land and you see all those lights beneath you and you're like oh, oh wow it gives you that little tingle like oh my goodness there's so yeah, many fun things happening that. here yeah it's a wonderful place yeah but tennessee is very sweet you should come over here you're welcome to come stay with us yes and yeah bring your wife and your kids and we'll oh, show wow. you the churches and all that they're super sweet like the neighbors will bring around cakes and stuff they're just soft and like how y'all doing and you're not allowed to swear and the food is amazing apparently food's good it's all very fattening that's yeah, why i'm getting care. really fat <laughs> no, slash having a baby but mostly exactly. the food <laughs> Oh, wow. But, yeah. Congratulations, though, by the oh, way, honestly. thank you. Yeah, it's really fun. It is really fun. And the more I laugh, the healthier my baby. So thank you very much. For... Oh, brilliant. I'm going to keep going then. Yeah, keep going. Don't laugh too much next week, though, when I show you that video. I'll send you it first. <laughs> oh, my God. So, really, this podcast is about how to get happy, obviously. We always talk about that. And we never really know how, to be honest. No. Because everyone is different and some people find certain humor funny and others don't you know so it's like something's for everybody but I am just amazed by comedians at how brave they are in comparison to pretty <laughs> much 95% of the population absolutely and how did that happen so like your upbringing is it your parents that encouraged you or you know no what happened in your life that gave you the confidence to go do you know what i'm going to let go of the outcome i'm going to have a laugh and hopefully bring joy to people because it takes a lot of like kindness to do that i honestly believe i've gone back and i've thought about this so many times it was my job on P&O ferries oh really because i was a barman most of the time but you'd see about six to seven thousand people a day oh wow that's a lot and the amount of laughs the amount of situations you got in where you had to take control of like a group of people it gave me confidence like it just gave me big confidence to work in the public properly like that and i believe that i just didn't care like still now i, I mean i made an awkward headphones video about a month ago in London. I'd done the Adele one. And it, for me, to do that in public again after two years of being at home because of the uh, pandemic, I was a different person after lockdown. Really? Because I kind of grounded myself. But it gave me such a buzz to do it. Did it make you feel a little bit nervous? I would be. Yeah, but the thing is, nerves are the biggest thing about it. 
I wouldn't get on tubes back in the day unless they were packed. Really? I'd wait for another tube to come unless it's not busy. Like, I wanted the video that much. Oh, but I now, see, right. I want to get on a tube with no one on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's so strange. Isn't that funny how we change? Yes. It was... And with lockdown for me as well, it just, it showed me that I was always working. I was always out. I weren't watching my kids grow up. And now I've just, I've not taken a step back. I'm still uploading, but I'm hardly what I was. I was doing three, four posts a week. Now I'm like one or two posts a week. Yeah. But what's making me happy now is gratitude for what I've got. Yeah. When I leave my house in the morning, I literally just step up my house, close my eyes, take a deep breath and then just go for it. And it's like, that makes me happy now, you know, before it was like, I'm going to upload this video tonight. And if it gets a million views, I'm going to be so happy. Oh, okay. I don't care now. No, you mustn't. Yeah. I just don't care. You've let go. I've let go of all of the pressures on social media. And all I care about now is just what's going to make me happy tomorrow. You know, like, what can I do tomorrow? Should I go for a walk or should I do the school run or come wait to pick the kids up or should we watch a new film? I'm so thankful for part of lockdown. I'm thankful for, for showing me what an idiot I was. Oh, that's interesting. Because you had time. You had time with your loved ones. Oh, every day. And you had to have that time because you weren't Absolutely. allowed out. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Honestly, it was. Yeah, I did feel like that a little bit. I mean, it, obviously it had its horrible bit that we yeah, all know about and we all hear about. But yeah, there was some lovely kind of like forced calm. Yes, absolutely. You had to do that because you weren't allowed out <laughs> i wasn't allowed to do my job for sure not so oh i could imagine um, it must have been awful uh, yeah but it was it was all right you know because like you say you know you have time with the people that you love and absolutely and also time to think about other things that isn't yeah isn't just what you've been obsessing about for the last god knows how long it's changed a lot of people's lives because some people work different they don't even go to the office anymore they don't work in an office they work from home they've started businesses some people have started youtube channels some people are tiktokers now there was a story about a massive banker who quit his job to become like a stress relief he has like a ranch not a ranch where can you go to de-stress oh, oh a, a retreat um... yes he's made a retreat that's nice yeah heart attack job and turned it into something else like oh that's nice i heard a lot of stories like it's that. when life gives you lemons make lemonade type of thing isn't <laughs> yes, it you know definitely. and so many people have gone oh i hate this i'm gonna cry but I feel like there's more people that have gone, no, I'm going to take these lemons and shove them up your bum. Absolutely. With lemonade. <laughs> with lemonade. With lemonade. You know, with lemonade. Yes, with lemonade. You know, so there's, there's kind of two different ways you can look at life. It is hard, though. I mean, sometimes it's harder than others. But yeah, I think it's really beautiful. A friend of mine, he's a saxophonist and he normally plays gigs like I do. And of course, all of that disappeared. And um, unfortunately, his father had died, which is really sad. So there was like all the gigs oh, when no. everything was just like piling up and going wrong. And he got together with his sister and took the little bit of money that his dad left them both and has made a shop in Bristol called Jars. And it is wow. the most lovely thing that they did. It's all like healthy food. They've come together now. I think it may be the first time they've ever done anything together. And it's changed their world. You know, it's oh, made it's it like, it's so positive. That's so good. And I just love to see that. I love to see people going, no, okay, this has changed, but I can change with it and move with it. Yeah, definitely. And kind of like go with the flow and, you know, find your little happy, I guess. 
And that's what I'm thankful for. Like, it really did show me that I was working a bit too much. And especially the pressure on my girlfriend, well, my fiance Charlotte, she did everything, you know, like she was always with the kids every day. And I was always the guy going out and bloody doing this and yeah. doing that. It just showed me that I was just doing way too much. Yeah. Like way, 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 way too much. You needed to chill. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, live. Live in the moment. Definitely. I do a lot of that now. Yeah. So Charlotte, I am intrigued by Charlotte. Yes. Because she is, well, how many children do you have? You have three. Yeah, we have three, but I have two with Charlotte. Yeah, I have one previous. Okay, right. So she really has four children, including you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I was thinking that, right? And I'm thinking this woman, she needs a medal because he is hilarious, but he is like a baby, you know, like always playing in the sandpit, you know, which is so much fun. You remind me of Dave Stewart a little bit, who is a musician I work with and he's always doing the same. And his wife is like, she's super solid, you know? Yeah. And then... I watched some videos of you and Charlotte <laughs> crawling oh around on the floor. Yeah. And she was spinning on the floor in circles. <laughs> and then there was another one where she was trying to get like a cupcake. And you're like, oh, army yeah, we're crawling towards, towards this cupcake. And the kids are going, go, yes. mum, go, mum. And I thought, okay, actually, maybe it's just a house full of like people that are massively connected to their inner child oh don't she she does she (laughs) She does do videos sometimes does she when she's in the mood but other than that (laughs) i saw one i kind of switch it off when i walk through the front door now and i come home to be a dad instead of the joker right yeah but sometimes it just you know when you wake up in the morning you think you know what i just want to cause trouble today yes (laughs) do you ever have that feeling of just wanting to cause like every major stress i don't know what it is but i'm, no, I'm just a, I'm just a weirdo that. i think yeah, that's I'm just, just you <laughs> yeah i'm just a weirdo. <laughs> you're a wind up that's what it is i know that's what it is and there was another one you did with her right so she's there she's like and i don't know whether it's acting or not because you never know now but oh, she's God, sat one? on the sofa and you're like filming her she's like no aaron i'm not doing it today i'm not interested in making a video leave me alone and you're like come on come on and then she holds you give her on a string these two bottles. Oh, no, no, no. That was the best thing about Charlotte is she's not on social media. Okay. So she doesn't see anything. Like she oh. doesn't see any trends or anything what's going to do anything to her. I didn't know that was a trend. That was hilarious. Thing is, I'm on my phone. I was on my phone 24 hours a day. So I see things quickly before anyone else sees them. I, I can kind of recreate them quickly. But that one, honest to God, she was worried about the cream. Like the cream, she saw me spraying the cream in the morning like to test out on the plates and stuff because I didn't know how uh, the plates were going to go and all that stuff. She was like, what are you up to? I was like, nothing. I'm like, I'm doing nothing. But she didn't see it. It was on the chair. If you watch the video back, I I weigh it down with the bottle of water and it's behind me on the chair. Like, honestly. And then when I do put it up, she had no idea. And it's what I had to edit out was my kids crying. Oh, why were they crying? (laughs) Crying with laughter? No, it slapped her in the face. And my other little girl, Evie... (gasps) She just literally lost her shit. Like she was like, "Mummy, oh my god, what's that? What's Daddy done to you?" Oh, no. And I had to cut it all out. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I had to cut it. I, I might even have the blooper somewhere. I, I have to send you it over. Oh god, that makes it Honestly, even funnier. I can't believe it. So and bad I thought, in the face. This poor woman, she just smacked herself in the face. I thought, oh my god, imagine living with this man. But how good was that video, though? Oh, I loved it. No, it's really funny. But oh, it was brilliant but i love her, that i love that so when are you guys get married oh in august august the 18th oh my 
my goodness, congratulations. Yeah, if you're about, you can come over. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Oh, that'd be a great wedding to go to. I'm sure it'd be brilliant. Trust me, it's going to be amazing. Oh, it's, it's, how nice. It's going to be so good. Oh, that's so lovely. I do love yeah, love. Lush. I'm a bit of a fan of love. Yeah, I am. I really am. And I never really found it until I got with Charlotte, to be honest. How long have you been with her? Uh, we've been together 11 years. Oh, nice. Oh, man. So are you going to come back to Dover soon? Well, now I'm living here, but I'm going to move back to England in like, I don't know, a year and a half or something like that before babies go to school. So when that happens, then I pop down. So half my family's in Dover. The other half is in Deal. Oh, Deal's lovely. Yeah, I know. It's lovely. My grandma, she lives right there on the... Um, on the waterfront it's so sweet it's such a lovely place oh, isn't wow. it yeah i love so it yes i've still got to take cody to the dover castle absolutely so i believed when i was a little girl because i could see out of my window on albert road i could see the the castle all lit up at night and my nan used to tell me that that was my dad's castle <gasps> and i believed no her way. i believed her for years and I'd, I'd go to school and i'd be like yeah that's my daddy's castle Oh, wow. They're like, shut up. <laughs> I know. No, it's not. Even I'm like, yes, That's it is. That's such a cute thing, though. I know. It's so sweet. So forever it will be my dad's castle. And he's got a painting of it on his wall in Devon. I should take a picture of Nine Albert Road and send it to you. Oh, yeah, do it. Oh, oh so wow. sweet. And the street, and the street. I'll do it all. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I love that. On the street where I lived. Oh, I so sweet. And there's a little number nine on there. My mum painted the outside of the house and put it on. It's got a little flower. And when I went back to see it, it was still there. And I knocked oh, wow. on the door. I, d- I know this sounds really weird, but there was a little girl in there. And I think she saw me like looking at the house and she was like, yeah. you can come in, you know. Oh. And I was like, oh my God. And I, th- I said, well, I don't feel really right about doing that you know her mum wasn't in she must have been like seven i don't know what she was doing there oh, on her own God. i know i thought it was a bit typical diver i know <laughs> classic and i was like no no your mum's not in your mum's not in she's like come in come and have a look and it was just so strange was it the same no it's totally different oh no it's so strange isn't it when you go back to your old house it's like oh but i just love i love dover i have such a like warm place in my heart when I think of Dover, it's lush. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder if the flower's still there on the uh, number. I hope so. If you pass it, take a picture for me. I'm going to nip out and get a Chinese tonight, so I might drive down and have a look. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's not far, is it? I have to do it from the car because I think they're going to be a bit weird. Like, oh, why is Aaron outside the house? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah they may. They may. <laughs> oh, God, that would be quite bad. Did you ever get inspired or watch Trigger Happy? Oh, my God. So I'm good friends with Dom. Are you? Yeah, Dom Jolly, yeah. No, I'm such a fan. He's so funny. Yeah, he's amazing. So I, I met him about four years ago. We had a meeting together about working together. And then oh, it, please um, we do never... a collaboration. Oh, honestly, I would I would love to do it. I'd love to work with him. I think he's the most amazing guy. Yeah. He's so humble. And to be fair, the awkward headphones when I was shouting in public, the first one I made was in Audi. Okay. And it was like a John Newman track. I need to know now. And then I shouted, well, I love you again. And then everyone looked round and I thought, oh my God, like I'm doing this from now this on. Is this funny. is me. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, him on the phone screaming, hello. Yeah, it's so funny. I reckon there's got to be some sort of inspiration. Yeah, you've got to get him doing the hello and you doing something else. I don't know what, oh, but, but that's his like thing. Everybody knows him for that massive phone. It's when there's like a video of a room and all you can hear is, diddly, 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 diddly. <laughs> yeah. and, it's like, and then he walks into <laughs> shot, it's like, hello. <laughs> And the people next to him shit themselves. I know. Oh, Joss, I'm going to watch Trigger Happy tonight. Oh, 
dear, please do. Oh, it's so, oh man, it's the so guy funny. is an absolute legend. So if somebody was like thinking about actually doing a bit of comedy and, you know, but maybe a bit shy, what would you say to them? Honestly, I've told so many people this. So the first time you do this, it's terrifying. You're probably going to be sick. But go onto the tube, a packed tube. Don't video yourself. Just keep your hands in your pockets and then just make cat or dog noises. And just honestly, keep looking up at the ceiling of the tube and just feel every single person in that tube looking at you. It is the most. But when you get off, you're on the platform by yourself. The train goes. The feeling is incredible. That's so funny. Oh, my God. I mean, Joss, come on. What's your biggest audience you sung in front of? Oh, gosh. Probably when they did Live 8, the second one. That was, and how I many? Know. I feel 000? like there was like a million people there. I don't know, but it went back and back and back. But yeah, you know, when it gets over 100,000, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Did you get nervous? Yes. Oh, I get so nervous. And I still get so nervous. But it's a, for me, I do not enjoy that nervous thing. I find it so oh, annoying. Oh, no, I love it. Oh, but then once I'm in it, so yes. usually for me, it's three songs in. I'm like, okay, we've made friends now. Now yes. I'm like, oh, okay, I get this. You guys get me. I get you. Let's have yep. a party. And then I feel better. But that nervous bit, I'm like, oh, why, 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 why? Wow. Get off me. I want it to get off me, you know? Yeah, I can imagine. Do you have any rituals before you go on? Well, I've tried a few things, you know, like I'd, I'd do like a little prayer or something or I'll do some voice warm-ups, but none of it really works. I've learned that <laughs> the only thing that works is doing it because you yes, have to go course. through it to get to it. And if you don't do it, then you're going to feel bad that you didn't. And that bad feeling of nervousness or sick feeling is only going to turn into another bad feeling. So you have to just put your foot in front of the other and begin. Yes. Do you get the same nerves with 100,000 or 10,000? Yeah, yeah, same, same. Even if you have to sing in front of 30 people, would you get it? Um, I don't think it's quite different. So I did a, a tour where I went to mad countries and some of those yeah. gigs were for like 10 people. No way! Yeah, and at first I was nervous because it was less people and I thought, oh God. But then the more I went on, I knew that they didn't know my music and it was like just a girl singing in the corner and it didn't how mad is that it didn't matter like as I, of course it mattered but if i messed up they probably wouldn't know and they're okay. just they're kind of just like confused by me anyway if it was in like an arabic country and the music was different yeah. they're looking at me like what the hell is this girl doing so it was more that than you have to sing the right notes like if you mess up your notes everyone's gonna notice and you know i didn't have that pressure it was more like you're here Let's just have a nice time with this small group of people. That's what I find. I'm amazed with musicians like yourself, how you remember all the lyrics, how you remember songs, how you write more oh, songs. Yeah. Your brain must I don't be know just like <laughs> mental. I don't remember anything apart from what I have to at the moment. So my memory, I feel like has been destroyed because of that. So I'll keep a song yeah. in my brain until it's sung. And then it is gone, unless I keep singing it and, and keep oh, doing wow. it. But if you ask me, where were you two days ago? 
I will not be no able idea. to tell you. I'm gone. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like not important information. So I've just Absolutely. got rid of it. Absolutely. My mind's like a sieve, literally. Yeah. It's because you're thinking of the next thing all the time. Oh, don't. I, I wish I could just switch off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what meditation and lockdowns are for, love. Oh, meditation. I've got to get into that. Definitely. Do a bit of that. I, I say that. I don't do it. But, you know, a bit of yoga or something supposed to be good, isn't it? Absolutely. I've heard wonders <laughs> yeah oh god we all need to chill out and calm down really you need Absolutely. to start your own retreat to help people get you know connected with their inner child oh definitely well i've just started a new agency oh have you yeah to help up-and-comers on tiktok and social media people have you now? To, to, um, i'm gonna try and get to help them with the pressure mm, that's great because it, it's huge the pressure is huge yeah and also people can be mean right i can't oh, see anyone god, yeah. being mean to you though but I haven't read any bad comments, but I'm sure there's been a few. No, it used to be. When I first started, people always test you, who's this guy? And like, they used to send some really nasty things. But now really? I think because I've been mm. long, around so long, they know I'm established. So they, they know that they can't stop me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So yeah. I think that's what it is now. Yeah. We were talking about cancel culture the other day around the kitchen table. Oh, God. And I was saying, um, I don't believe it. I don't believe it exists. And he's like, no, it does. We have these little arguments. We were talking about Joe Rogan and how everyone's trying to cancel him and all oh, that. Oh God, he's never going. He's he's never going to go anywhere. Not going to happen, is it? He's and loved. the reason why it's not going to happen is because quality always wins. Yes. So if you're good at what you do, don't worry about cancel. No one can cancel you. It's impossible. You of still course. exist. It's not going to happen. It's crazy what what goes around. Yeah, and what people believe is possible. It's like, no, no, no. Somebody that gives you a bad comment. There's one person, don't worry about it. There's a hundred positive for every every bad. Totally, but the bad ones we always remember, don't we? Always. I've had, if I've had a really bad day, I'll see that stupid message or... I don't really get them anymore like I, I used to be, but they used to really ruin my day. Like yeah. They used to really, really... I would want to speak to these people and say, look, what the hell is your problem like? Yeah, yeah. Come and speak to me. Come and meet me and talk to me or... But then it got to the point where I was like, just whatever. I'm doing really well now, so piss off. <laughs> I um, sometimes do. If it really upsets me, I will contact them. <laughs> oh, you Surely you do not get hate. I did a few times. So if I make any comment that's even a little bit political, even if I don't know it's political. So <laughs> I sometimes don't realise. I'll say something about like the kids at the border or something. And then everyone goes, Trump, Biden, Trump, Biden. And they oh, get, brilliant. you know, they get crazy. And I'm like, I wasn't really commenting on that, but whatever. Yeah, just stick to writing songs. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's God. just shut up, you silly girl. But anyway, there was this one guy, he was a lorry driver. And when the pandemic happened, I think I put something, I was just trying to be positive, you know. I was like, don't worry, we can get through this. We can make music in the park. We can sing in our own homes. We can, you know, something. I don't know what I did. Some annoying, probably very annoying post to someone that's like, we have lost our jobs, you idiot. <laughs> so... I felt so bad because he was livid. Wow, really? So I wrote to him, yes, and I said, I didn't mean it like that. I was just trying to be positive and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. And then he, this is the thing, when you really talk to someone, you don't know what moment they were in when they wrote it. Absolutely. So he was like, I am so sorry. I had a bad morning and I completely understand what you're saying now. And it was just the sweetest little kind of interaction that oh. we had. With two humans, but I could have walked away from that going, God, what an asshole. Yeah, of course. You know, he didn't get it, but... Of course. Most people are good. 
They yes. just have bad moments. Oh, 100%. I get, I get it all the time. Like if I've had a bit of an argument with Charlotte and I go out and do this school run and I've been stuck in traffic and then your day's pretty much made up from the first hour. Totally. Yeah. And it's like I've learned to kind of get my day back if that happens to me. Oh, that's good. Sometimes it works. Every now and then we need that. Sometimes a song helps, like music or oh, or, or watching a funny video. You know, it kind of knocks you out of it. Yeah, of course. It, it can d- change your mood in seconds. Especially, like you said, music can change your mood in seconds. Oh, yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Play I Will Survive and you're going to be right in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one you should do. You've probably already done that one. I'm ready. So tell me again, you're setting up this thing to help people. Can you tell me just quickly how people can like find that? Because I'm sure they'll be wanting to know now. So we're going to launch. We're literally going to launch in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be called Next Chapter. It's going to be a digital agency. But other than digital, we're going to help with obviously brand work. We're going to help these people with pressure. We're going to help them build but in a very healthy way. And we're going to be there for them because I've I've noticed a lot of agencies, they treat people like cogs in a machine. Yeah, totally. And I was always brought up with my management. I know them on a personal level. They are literally like my family. Yeah, that's how it should be. And it's helped me so much, you know, like to have a family as well as my management. It's just such an amazing feeling. I could ring them up now and say, I don't feel, I feel really down. And they're like, what about? Like, Like you could, you I, I actually could, and I know that I could. I could ring Becca now and, and speak to her, and she'd be like my mum. <laughs> That's so lovely and so rare. Yeah, it does not happen. She's amazing, honestly. The whole team's amazing. Yeah, that is really unique, and I do think that's definitely something that you need when you're putting yourself out there to be judged. Oh, and God, actually, yeah. that's what happens every day. You get judged by someone in a good mood or someone in a bad mood, and you Absolutely. need your team and your people and your family to just be there and help you not worry about all that crap absolutely especially with the hateful comments i mean if i had helped back then for them i wouldn't have cared but it did hit me hard like when i first started getting hate i just didn't understand why because we're all normal people and i never got hate before and when you get a hateful message from a stranger i know you wonder why you wonder why like yeah Yeah. like yeah who are you like what have i done to you like and you don't understand like some of these people just won't understand so i'm gonna help them you know yeah oh that's so nice Oh, thank you, Aaron. Thanks for doing that. And thank you for chatting with me today. Honestly, Josh, it's been amazing. Thank you. I'll see you for your wedding. I can't wait. Oh, man, you've got to come. It'll be amazing. I'd love to. I'd love to. Before you click off, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to all of you, whether you listen to every episode or you've only just found us today. It means so much that you're here on this happiness journey with us. My understanding of happiness is changing and evolving every time I speak to one of my amazing guests. But what I really hope is that you're getting something out of it too. That's why we do this. I want you to be able to live a happier, more fulfilled life. And one of the easiest ways to do that, as we've learned, is to help the people around you improve theirs. So here's my challenge to you. Think about one thing that you learned from my guest today. Really think about how it could change your happiness or improve your happiness. Now, tell one person, just one person will do, and make their day a little better. Share the love. Thanks again for listening. See you next time for another cup of happy.
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.